News Biscuit, real fake news. Welcome to News Biscuit, the UK's original fake news. News Biscuit, not a biscuit and technically not news. I'm your host Renfo and on today's panel of distinguished liars we have Banging On Again. Hello, hi. We have Chris F. Hi, hello. Obviously Chris has done this one before so I'd like to say he's back by popular request but this is actually just community service that he's been asked to do. <laughs> we have Mrs. Renfo. Hello. Gonna be referring to her as Mrs. Renfo just to make her feel like a 1950s housewife. So she's, I'm, I'm erasing her identity with mine and that's oh, as it should be. Oh, how important of you. Yeah, we've got a very progressive marriage. It's yeah. almost 19th century. And we have Chip Chase. Good evening. This month we've learned that Sakir Starmer loves pointy at things such as pubs to get thrown out of, loves firing and rehiring his own cabinet and loves by-elections in order to make Jeremy Corbyn look good by comparison. <laughs> so that brings us to our first round, News in Brief, where our panellists select their favourite headlines and I consult our lawyers. So Chip Chase, what do you have for us? The charge of the footy brigade, Super League, Super League, Super League onward. Biden congratulated on 100 days of not being Trump. <laughs> this one, this one is rather disconcerting. Rainer told to shadow go, but eerily. Gove casts no shadow. <laughs> Man desperate to go back to the office, devastated to find his job is still shit. <laughs> <laughs> and last but by no means least, famous high street brand, the Labour Party, collapses into administration. <laughs> Banging on again, what did you find for us? Oh, uh, I rather liked government to allow hugging with caution, or as the British call it, hugging. <laughs> um, use common sense. Nation that voted for Brexit told. <laughs> yeah, indeed. A woman asks, should I pay an overdue e-bill for an iPhone I don't have? Woman in question says the email itself seemed particularly urgent, as the word urgent was in bold, and the sender had helpfully spelled iPhone with two N's. <laughs> One IT expert said, our advice is always to send cash or organs if necessary. <laughs> NHS waiting list crisis, diagnosis to be made by Facebook groups. <laughs> That's reassuring. Um, and finally, Cal to launch Labour Idol to find a charismatic leader to take the Labour Party to defeat at the next general election. I just want to say that I would absolutely watch that show. So, <laughs> TV fan, I, I'm there. Mrs. Renfo, can you provide anything else? Yes, I can. Man mansplained, mansplaining to me, says woman. This this headline speaks to my soul. <laughs> Are you commenting on the marriage at all then, Mrs. Renfo? <laughs> I'm saying nothing. Methane crisis sparking rations, which is going to cause some problems in this household. Israel-Palestine conflict ends after Bono threatens to release a song. I was completely going to go with the, and I'm far too young to know who Bono is, but it's just not convincing. So, so we'll, 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 he's well known just... dog biscuit, isn't he? <laughs> exactly, exactly that. New Amazon rainforests not being delivered fast enough, and and my personal favourite, and I've had to practice saying this because it's made me laugh so much. So I'm going to try and do this in a straight face. Recording of pterodactyl using bathroom branded as fake as their pee is silent. I mean, it's just brilliant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chris, can you top that? Leaning back in wooden chair championships to take place over two legs. <laughs> 
sorry, that's like a real slow burner. <laughs> sorry, in the edit, in the edit, we'll cut out the delay yeah. in terms of the laughter. Inventor of the rotisserie still turning in his grave. Ooh. Uh, countdown creator dies, aged four times 25, divide nine by three and add the one. <laughs> An older gamer is spending less time on Call of Duty and more on the Call of Nature. One I want to add into the mix is firing squad death penalty reintroduced by US, sadly too late for Donald Trump. <laughs> now, each episode, we ask one of our guests to tell us a little bit about themselves, and then I instantly regret it. This month, Chip Chase is going to be sharing one of his favourite stories from the News Biscuit archive. And Chip Chase, it's an unusual name. It sounds like a poverty-shaming game show commissioned by <laughs> Channel 5 or Chip Chase. It's a kind of Poundland version of the Hunger Games. It's a, it's an obscure character from either Whatever Happened to the Likely Lads or The Good Life. I can't remember which. Ah, obscure references, the name of our website. There's there's a <laughs> lot of jokes, incredibly sophisticated and clever, which nobody gets. Yes, like because that Because it requires you to have read some manuscript from the 13th century in the original Latin. You're one of the elder statesmen of News Biscuit, so you must have young writers asking you what it was like living during the Edwardian period. <laughs> so when you're so when they're not quizzing you about the Crimean War, what advice can you give to new writers? Well, no, what you should do is just. <laughs> Just write every day. If you if you want to get serious about it, just keep writing. Doesn't matter what you write. If you only got fifteen minutes, write for fifteen minutes. This is meant to be comedy, isn't it? Sound very serious all of a sudden. No, no, no. <laughs> just write, write. The UK has become favourites to win the Eurovision Song Contest being held in Rotterdam after Boris Johnson's decision to deploy the latest and largest British naval fleet since the Falklands War. A government spokesman said Boris really wants a war though, and that Jersey fishing thing petered out. So Eurovision it is. This could be Rotterdam or anywhere, Liverpool or Rome. <laughs> Anywhere that the Daily Telegraph readers would like us to cop a bomb, we're naming Graham Norton Admiral of the Fleet. <laughs> Eurovision's ability to return fire is hampered by their cannons, which only fire confetti, and it would take a lot of glitter bombs to sink a battleship. Brilliant. Thank Very you, good. Chip Chase. Right, okay, the next round for us is True Biscuit, where our panel has to guess which are the real bizarre headlines and which are the fake ones that may have already featured on News Biscuit's website. So we're going to start with Banging On Again. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I have got Catholic Church to use Prosecco to put fizz into services. So in a bid to bolster dwindling congregation numbers and to appeal to a younger demographic, the Catholic Church is to trial replacing traditional altar wine with Prosecco. Yeah, a, a Prosecco, is that, no, is that not going to create a schism in a church? And I don't mean between Protestants and Catholics, between sort of really upper middle class people who, who'd like a much nicer wine yeah. Yeah. And, and the rest of us hoi polloi who can't really taste the difference between Prosecco and Asti Spamente. I think that's it. I think they're looking to get, get the Hindus in for a start. Nuns on a Hindu. Bit of trance music on, hymns uh, out, yeah. trance yeah. in. The wafer's going to be replaced with sort of a, a, a nice selection of hors d'oeuvres. Some biscotti Martin. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. biscotti, yeah. Oh, oh canapé. Blinis, blinis with caviar. Oh, blinis, that's such a good idea. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just sad, really, isn't it? Because, you know, I, mm. as a regular churchgoer, I would stop going if they made drink a second. Oh, I can't swear. I would stop. You can't swear. This is 18 stupid. You're okay. <laughs> Good. Okay, Pete. Um, as a church girl, I would stop going if they served me a because it tastes like cat's piss. So what's wrong with a nice <laughs> glass of dry carver or, or some decent champagne? I really think go. church has got the money, hasn't it? I mean, it, if it's not paying out money to altar boys, just it's got plenty of cash. <laughs> just flog a few... <laughs> 
flung a few of those paintings. I was an altar boy, by the way, but that's a different story. That, that's, gonna... that's a panorama special right there, John. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and notice how the comedy leaves the room instantly. Um... I've just got an image of these uh, priests, you know, sort of sitting there going, mm, yes, I'm getting flavours of, uh, you know, uh, sort of ancient guilt, lots of guilt coming through here. And, uh, you know, uh, Mother of God, I think it's true. I just think it's false because I just can't countenance the idea of Prosecco in church. It's just, I'm, I'm appalled by the, by the very but I hope to God it's it's not true. Uh, well, I think I, I have insider knowledge on this, I think, if my memory serves me well. Um, oh. So... Uh... <laughs> this is fake. So this is a fake news oh. story from News Biscuit from December 2017. That is wow. years ago. It's probably true by now. I, well. I, Chip Chase, you, <laughs> were you raising your hand? Did you write it? I might have done. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Right, Chris, we're turning to you now for a story. What you okay, um, try this one. What do you what you make of this one? Average public swimming pool contains eighty liters of urine. Study <laughs> study confirms. Uh, no, um, that's no, horrific. Uh, all, all of the one person. I mean, just... <laughs> yeah. After a particularly uh, heavy night out, I think that was. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, and it was all down one end as well. It's all yeah. down the shallow end. Uh, no, well, this I mean... is done. I mean, this is cutting edge science. This. I mean, this is um, apparently they there's uh, there's some sort of sweetener which is found in a lot of processed food and it passes through the body unaltered. Um, and you can work out from that by looking at how much of this is in a swimming pool, so uh, how many people have had, you know, oh, have, have okay. urinated in there. So they just had a scientist on the side of the swimming pool with a, with a big straw going, mm, this is sweet. <laughs> no, this is sour. <laughs> sweet. I mean, this is enough This is enough urine to fill a medium-sized dustbin, apparently. And at my local swimming pool when I was a kid, there was a man who actually regularly performed that trick um, <laughs> of <laughs> urinating into a, a medium-sized well, dustbin. The high diving board was that? It go purple because wasn't there that thing? I mean, like maybe it was an urban myth, but I was always told. I say I like it was just me as a child. One was always told not <laughs> to pee in the pool because it would go purple. So, so surely, yeah. so ha hang on, hang on. I'm now suspicious because like you don't see purple purple pools, and surely if there was like that much urine in it, surely all the pools would be purple. Or was this a lie that my parents are telling me? I don't know who to believe anymore. Yeah. But the purple yeah. wings yeah. and that Prince song. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Well, as the owner of two children, I can confirm. Um, that the anxiety that going in a swimming pool and fearing it's going to turn purple or maybe even worse might happen. <laughs> I want this a klaxon for a number two, isn't it? It's it's a bit reminiscent of the, the famous kind of, I can't remember what the percentage was in the number, but you know, the sort of complimentary nuts and crisps on a bar oh, contains yeah. 18 yeah. different types of, of feces and other stuff. I blame men. It's all yeah. men. It that is, men, is yeah. Not yeah. on any women's heads. That is yeah. men no. And yeah. it's, the, it's the same guy. He's just spraying everywhere. He's like a little like kind a, of a Catherine wheel, but for, with oh. urine. <laughs> There's an image. I think it might be true. It's absolute bullshit. If it's not, I'm never going in a swimming pool ever again. I just want to state that here and now. Oh, you're going to keep your mouth closed at least when you're swimming, <laughs> uh, at the very least. I'm leaning towards true. Yeah, because it was you all along. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, right, Chris. Yuck, I don't want to know, but what is it? I'm afraid it's true. It is absolutely true. Uh, oh. No, shut up! No, this is this, literally <laughs> this was in the God. This was in the Guardian. It was in the Guardian, um, and uh, to make it even worse, the, the closing line on it is apparently there was three times that level of urine in hot tubs and jacuzzis. That 
can't even be children if no. your nose comes in. No. Their bladders are small, right? This is grown adults having a piss in the street. Or what's wrong with people? No wonder we voted for fucking Brexit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, that's, that's it's probably sense. why we voted for Brexit. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, thank you, Chris, for horrifying all of us there. Mrs. Renfo, what do you have for us? So, paleontology conference uses profanity filter that blocks the word bone. <laughs> blocks so the word effectively, bone? Well, so effectively, obviously, like, like many of us, um, paleontology conferences also had to go online as we found our way through the pandemic. And so not wanting inappropriate comments to be written in the, they could kind of submit questions from people listening in and things. They, they put a, a profanity filter on it, but I think they hadn't thought this through properly because it blocked words such as bone, such as pubic and such as stream. And as one of the paleontologists pointed out, in our line of work, we quite regularly find pubic bones in streams. It sounds like a, it sounds like it was actually <clears throat> written, or actually the rule was brought in by some kind of uh, prudish, ultra <laughs> mad priest I mean, or something bone. like that. Yeah, yes. I mean, maybe think back to Prosecco in church, right? I mean, who blocks the word bone? Ah, oh, well, Tracy is suggesting that. prudes. Maybe there's a sort of a crossover between kind of the the ultra fanatical Christians in America who don't believe in dinosaurs in the first place mm. and obviously disapprove mm. of swearing. And this is like you're, you're killing two pterodactyls with one stone, aren't you, really? <laughs> oh, um, with, with their silent pee, which we've yes, all learned. Oh, my God. It's the pterodactyls <laughs> peeing in pools. This is where the issue is. Oh, it all makes sense now. It all <laughs> Can you imagine sense. Jurassic Park, though, if it just it was just a series of beeps all the way through as Sam Neill points to, it's a bloody beep, beep, yeah. beep. <laughs> It might have been better. It might have been better. <laughs> I think in this sort of world that we live in today, that's quite possibly true as well. I'm going with that. True. I, I'm just imagining these, you know, sort of the conference presentations, you know, it has to be true. I mean, what, you think archaeologists come online and Zoom go, I've got this enormous boner. And everyone's like, oh, no, you can't possibly say that. But it's a real thing. Um, <laughs> all right, bang on again. What about you? I can believe this is true because technology is a massive pain in the ass to the point where I'm starting to worry I'm an actual robot because I can never pass those sodding, are you a robot? Yes, maybe. I don't know what boxes am I supposed to tick? So, yes, I can totally believe this is uh, this is true. Oh, all right. Well, okay. well, well, one has to wonder what happened at previous paleontology conferences that they thought a profanity filter was necessary it is indeed true. Wow. wow. Yeah. What a sad world we live in where we can't swear about dinosaurs. That oh, is terrible. I know. Chip Chase. Okay, try this one for size. Industry's concern grows as all high-vis jackets and hard hats are requisitioned for government ministers' photo ops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are a lot of them they do like to wear them they're all sort of that you get the impression that ministers are sort of frustrated bob the builder fetishists Pristine. they're doing sort of yeah going, sleeves rolled up and yeah. tie you know tucked in I, yeah. I, I, it really does me I, 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 every time boris johnson comes on and does that sort of really exaggerated sort of elbow pump yeah. that he does with people as well you just want to absolutely punch the telly so hard <laughs> Just a regular guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah but right. Boys, one of the but didn't he have on one of his high-vis jackets recently? Oh, maybe I'm making this up. I just saw it on Twitter. Someone was saying that he had Prime Minister written across <laughs> as a little kind of special 
yeah. <laughs> <laughs> embossed badge on, on the high vis jacket, which is great. You know, every, everyone working on a building site should have important roles. Kind of, yeah, I, I, I'm in charge of the UN. I'm, <laughs> I found a cure for cancer. Everyone should just, just for good self-esteem purposes. Everyone should and, have. A and is it, and is it only me who's always, I'm always so disappointed that they don't then break into YMCA because I just think, well, you've got like one fifth of basically the band right up. You <laughs> might as well go, you know, go go the full hog. They might, they might resort to that if things go any worse if there's you know any problem they'll just break into song and just distract us all but well, it's a, the, i mean the dance the, the dance um the dance really worked for theresa may didn't it oh, oh no no no, no, no oh, that, yes, that yes. didn't that no, didn't I, work so well no, I, I think that's a good theory on the ymca thing because i think it's probably like a diversity thing that the mm. conservatives have gone we need more diversity mm. in our cabinet but they've only got so far down into it before they've gone no we don't want to do the other ones they're a little mm. bit too radical they're a little bit yeah. too yeah. we'll do builders yeah and that's your lot yeah. Uh, yeah. No Native Americans. No, no we're not no, comfortable no, with that, that. But we'll just do builders. And you've uh, also got Rishi, Rishi Sunak delivering, uh, you know, delivering that same meal in the restaurant that he's been delivering for the last six months. You know, he's, about a million times he's delivered that katsu curry to. He's like, to he's like the shittest deliveroo driver ever. Come on now. <laughs> okay, well, let's go around the group. Let's let's see what people have to say about this one. I think it's false. I think it might be a a, a news biscuit story, but yeah, so false. I think this is false because I don't think um, anyone in the government would wear standard issue builders wear. I think they'd have to have custom made, or special sort of. That is true. Dyson has probably got that contract. <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> gonna go with true because i just don't believe that chip chase would lie to us so, so i'm gonna go with true he's a very honest man yeah. uh, yeah, chip chase so. uh prove my wife wife wrong <laughs> what is it <laughs> it's uh, it's false ah oh, there you go false all along this finally brings us to the ironically titled magic eight ball <laughs> Each of our guests is going to give us their predictions for next month's news. Obviously, this has all the exactitudes of a, of a Brexit negotiation or a lockdown schedule. So, OK, panellists, what headlines can we be looking forward to? So let's start with Mrs Renfo. OK, so I reckon it's going to come out that Bill Gates has had the last laugh that actually he's secretly modified COVID vaccines to cause spontaneous sex changes because he's so woke in it. I just put the in it bit in there. I don't think that's come. But yeah, I, I reckon all this time, you know, we've been banging on about 5G, but actually suddenly you're going to wake up one day and you've grown a penis and then you can mansplain things. So I am going to look forward when that day arises. This is Bill Gates you're talking about here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now, yeah, given the messy divorce he's going through at the moment and the risk of litigation, no one should be Googling right now Bill Gates and sex scandals because you're gonna <laughs> it's going to take you down a rabbit hole that basically Newsbiscuit can't pay for. Um, <laughs> he's going to close us down. So, uh, yes, thank you for that, Mrs Renfo. <laughs> We're all going to prison. Chip Chase, what about you? What are you predicting for next month? Well, it's not so, it's not so much a prediction, but insider insider information. I've, I've got somebody's passed me this and it, it's uh, part of a press release. It's in an attempt to restore a shred of credibility. The CCO has confirmed the plans are at an advanced stage to have Boris Johnson fitted with a voice recognition software, a small revolving blue light on his forehead and a klaxon inserted up his backside, allowing every utterance to be analysed in real time for lies and bullshit. Can I applaud that one? Because I just think that's worthy of an applause, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that'd be... Make, make it so. Make it and so. needs to be patented. There needs to be a patent for that, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Johnson's comment was... <laughs> <laughs> 
it's also a really good warning for women in the area, isn't it? Um, it's like a it's like right. a big extended rape alarm. Um, banging on again. What can you tell us about next month? I reckon we'll see the headline: government to replace traffic light system with actual words. So obviously the government have brought in this new traffic light system for countries, and uh, the general public, you know, being the complete idiots that we are, we've totally misunderstood the whole thing. Because whereas in a traditional traffic light arrangement, you know, red means don't go amber means get ready to go and green means go in the government's version red means don't go amber means don't go and green means don't go <laughs> so, you know it's very simple but you know once again the public have ruined it for everyone however the only caveat is i do think boris will want those words to be in his native tongue of latin so i think that'll be exciting yeah, very yeah. Good. yeah, very good. yeah it is it's all mixed signals isn't it with the government you just don't know where you stand with them it's uh, yeah it, it's like every date i had during the 1980s um right okay chris what can you tell us about the future chris well after all the refurbishments at number 10 i predict it's only going to be a matter of time that they'll get the inevitable visit from the homes under the hammer team um <laughs> i think there'll be a, tra there'll be a transformation Brilliant. segment um carrie and boris will be uh, stood there turning their noses up at the john lewis furniture interspersed with some segments of wheelbarrows of cash being brought in by party donors checks being signed and then dion dublin will turn up uh, and he'll give his assessment on their new gaff uh, or maybe you need to get rid of some of these period features you know like jacob rees mogg for example um <laughs> or it looks like you've got a case of rising incompetence there in the walls you know you need to get that checked out um some of these policies look a little bit flimsy look there's absolutely nothing to this one on social care think about you know all the money they've spent on number 10 doing the repurposes you know if they were having to sell that property for real someone's just going to come in and say look can you do everything in magnolia um, <laughs> <laughs> but i just want to say that is another television program that i would watch and i really yeah. feel that you guys tonight have broadened my viewing to horizon so thanks yeah. we've, we've come up with at least two tv shows i think we should pitch so yeah you yes if there's any okay. producers listening in and would like yeah. to cut us in on the 10 percent um we're yeah. going to need that money in case bill gates comes for us um right and that brings us to the end of this episode and i can reveal this month's winner is anyone who was awarded a contract by matt hancock i'd like to thank all of our panels mrs renfo bye banging on again hi chris f goodbye and chip chase goodbye and i leave you with these headlines Duke of Edinburgh award scheme to be scrapped, but children wary about new Prince Andrew award. <laughs> Melinda and Bill Gates fight over custody of Clippy the paperclip. <laughs> and finally, Malcolm the human centipede sues Colin the caterpillar. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to News Biscuit. News Biscuit is not only free for all readers, but we also accept submissions from any budding satirist, young or old. Visit newsbiscuit.com to submit headline stories and to support new writers. News Biscuit, real fake news. <laughs> okay, well, brilliantly done, everyone. We were all, you know, averagely funny in that. And in the edit, I'll make you all seem like gods. So. <laughs> <laughs> Good. that would be great yeah. thanks yes. I'm yeah. never going swimming ever again yeah. my yeah. basically ruined my leisure well from my perspective I feel now comfortable pissing in the swimming pool yeah. because I feel like I'm covered by oh. the other people um, <laughs> no sure one's going to know well, quite honestly I knew there was nothing wrong with it <laughs> <laughs>